0: Hey, folks, welcome into the Dublin and Denver podcast. Uh, another week goes by as we get closer to the NFL season, which starts, uh, Jesus, around, I want to say, like seven weeks' time? Eight? No, it's not even, it's way more than that. It's like 10 weeks' time. 10 weeks' time this week. That shows you how well my brain is attached to my head at the minute. Michael McQueen, Colin Cronin, Stuart Roach, as we uh, get closer, I think we're a month out from Broncos camp at the uh, Valley. Don't know what it's called this week. Colin, first off, what is the training facility now called, Centennial or something? I don't even know anymore.
2: Uh, well, I, I mean, it's, we we should have we should have stayed in Greeley. Maybe that's what uh, they should have <laughs> uh, they said, because uh, um, we we're we're in the depths of it, Michael, and we're obviously um, we're gonna we're gonna get in uh, to 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 talk about about um, you know obviously. Uh you, you you departing it's been a shame though the, the, the worst thing is you're we we have never actually done a podcast where the Broncos have been good like that's the that's the crazy thing of on, on, on all of this we've we've had moments where we've been optimistic and there's been hype, but there's never been like actually you know good football over a period of even three weeks, I want to say
0: well now you're saying that loud, yeah no, I, I will talk about this in a wee bit but like it's funny because Stuart as Colin columns there they're not you know obviously in this guys in the Malhai report guys and then with the Broncos Europe guys you know we Broncos Europe started uh, quite soon after Super Bowl 50. I'm led to believe if'm correct so te- technically we are all to blame for the ineptness and the and, and, and the missed playoff runs in the last few years uh, it, is that is that a fair? Assassin.
1: yeah i think it's important for people to, to to know that we got word from the broncos organization that that we had to sacrifice one of the members <laughs> in order for their team to return to its uh to its in the same way as the mayo curse is waiting uh to finally be lifted we, we've got to get rid of one of our members in order for the broncos to return to the playoffs and sadly mick we we dialed up your number now it's i think it's it's i think it's a testament to to the broncos as an organization i suppose it's it's you know fans are of of you got to stick to your with your team through thick and thin and by god we've stuck with them through very very thin um we did have that magical three week run i think under Vic Fangio that ended was it Vic or I can't even remember the story I think when Emmanuel Sanders got injured, do you remember? <laughs> and there was, we won three in a row and, and we had an outside chance of getting a wild card. And then Emmanuel Sanders got injured and then that was it. That might've even, was that Case Keenum? I can't even remember. That's how long, it's so long ago. Yes, Case Keenum. Yeah. Well, I can't even take the Mick out of, uh, out of, out of myself and, and our fandom. That's how long ago, and that's how bad things have been. I can't remember. Um, well, we've, we've, you know, we've put one out every week and, <laughs> and, um, you know, I guess it will be, I, I just want, you know, when, when we do have a winning record, Mick, I think it's important for you to come back on to the podcast and, uh, to chat to us. Cause I think you, you would deserve a sort of a victory lap, um, but uh, yeah, I know it's been, it's been, you know, one of the things that occurred to me actually was we were just talking about this recently. It's amazing how quickly the world moves on from COVID and lockdown and things like that. And, you know, we are kind of, I think it was, you we were just kind of reminiscing about, say, you know, the things that got us through the early parts of COVID were, you know, the likes of, say... Um, uh, the last dance you know the tv show that was on uh, netflix and then i think for us then you also had the mandalorian was a big part of it as well but one of the things that helped keep me sane uh, through covid were the interviews that we did um with some pretty incredible guests and i think mike you would have been the driver behind getting a lot of those so you know hats off to yourself but you know, chatting to like Rick Upchurch and you know Stink and people like that, like that was they were they were amazing and and they were the things that we were able to do during COVID that kind of kept everybody sort of sane. And uh, I think you know I I look back fondly on those. I think one of the pictures you shared was the three of us having a laugh with Stink. I think when he was talking about what he said to Elway after they scored that clinching touchdown <laughs> um in the Super Bowl against the Falcons and. You know, they're fond memories, and uh, uh, I think you've noticed I'm just talking about anything that isn't about Broncos football now, because it's been so bad for (laughs) so long. Yeah, so anything to not talk about the Broncos. But hey, look, you know, by the law of averages, it has to come good eventually. So, uh, yeah, just make sure you're back for when we finally clinch a place in the playoffs. Um, But then we won't be able to have you back on after that, because we still have to consider you to be bad luck.
0: This is it. Would be ironic if this now meant like, like imagine like this is the last podcast and something happens to Mahomes or Travis Kelsey next week. God forbid. Hopefully, that doesn't happen to any human being. Uh, Just, just going, just going. Like, I mean, I appreciate what you're saying there, Stuart. I I would, um, I'll I'll do a monologue at the end. But yeah, I am uh, unfortunately stepping back. Very unfortunately, I I don't want to, but it's uh, it's sort of the right time to do it. Um, It's not to do with the Broncos' performance. I'll, I'll talk about it at the end. I will say. That's yes, that, that 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 period around COVID was awesome. And I will publicly put in the record, I'd say Colin got as many guests as well. And I think it was Colin who put that screenshot of, of Stink last week. I almost forgot about it, but it's it's mad because you know it was that sort of time where I think we went from having like we we knew the previous December or that January that we were playing the Falcons in London, and then we went to a situation where the world just completely shut down, and it was like, it was mental. But yeah, for me it was like I'll, I'll openly admit it now because we're two or three years on and we're sort of out, out the gap in that sense. It j- just what just what you said as well, Stuart, and I, I know Colin will testament to it. Like that was it kept it sort of kept me going, and I think it kept a lot of us going. It was. But more so, it was great crack as well. Like you know, we, we all had a lot of stuff going on. I I had a lot of stuff going on here, and like it was just to actually sit down and chat to people was was a great crack. And um, especially when like you know you you were getting to that point where you were almost asking people off camera, "Are we gonna have a season?" And they just didn't know the answer, which is it's mad to think of now. Obviously, you take away that and you and and, and you go forward, and we we get the London game and it was pretty awesome um I wouldn't publicly say because like we haven't really had this chat because it, it hasn't had to come up at all because we, we all did a podcast we have a bit of crack I felt almost like I think after the London game I felt like okay maybe this is it but um it's just workload so I will talk about it at the end but certainly um some of the interviews are mad like I guess Colin but you know why I don't ramble on what do you think has been like the best sort of chat that we've had with someone over the last, like, not just with this podcast, but like over the last maybe, am I right in saying seven years? Because I, I loved having Jake Plummer on. I I remember that. Like I I remember sitting one night, it must've been texting you and it was like, we might have the ability to stream live here. And I didn't know how to do it. So it's, it's a bit mad now looking back or even thinking of that there, but there's been some great names.
2: Yeah, some some great names, some some great memories. Uh, I suppose you're kind of looking. Uh, yeah, Jake the Snake was one. Carl Mecklenburg. We we had the opportunity to talk to Steve Atwater again. Uh, just a a few weeks ago, Uh, Rick Upchurch was hilarious, Uh, absolutely phenomenal guy on the field and off the field, stinking so many uh, stories. Howard Griffith, uh, lest we forget, uh, that was uh, another really, really uh, great episode that that kind of uh, stood out. Um, You know, I, I mean, I suppose even when kind of things uh, were were bad and, and bleak uh, you know the the VJ is going away party uh, in uh, in Dublin uh, was uh, was great and a, a way to kind of deal uh, with um, you know what had been uh, tumultuous a tumultuous couple of of years so yeah I suppose we, we've also had um, you know the, do you remember when uh, Sam Martin was kind of just in the door? And I think we might have been potentially his first uh, interview um, after he had just signed uh, for the, the Broncos. Uh, so, yeah, lots and lots of, uh, of good uh, memories uh, from interviews and podcasts over the years
0: mad like it's, it's mad like you sort of look back because I was looking I was looking at the YouTube channel for Broncos Europe a couple of days ago and like just the amount of interviews but I guess also pretty much people came on and spoke to us and you know it takes a lot of time and effort so I can't, I'll i talk about this at the end, but I can't thank you lads enough like it's it's been uh, it's been great crack I guess like one one person and I can go off the boil a wee bit now because we're like 10 minutes into this so I can really go off the boil now and people that can't see this Stuart's wearing a Nuggets hat Uh, One person we didn't get to speak to was a big Nuggets man in Vic Lombardi, and I'm going to, maybe before I put him on, log in here, and I'd love to have this discussion, lads, because I think it's an important discussion to have. I think the pressure is on this team massively now. It's always been on them. There's always an expectation. But when you see the Nuggets go and win the NBA championship in that city, um especially with the Avalanche last year, but more so, I think, in my opinion, the Nuggets. I think it puts pressure on the organisation in terms of football to, to go out, to improve, to win. And I feel, Stuart, maybe you might not agree with this, but it, it add, for me, it adds a different layer to this next season because the expectation there now is, well, the basketball team is a good team and they're going to be a good team for a few more years. The hockey team is going to be up there because they've got the right sort of talent. I know football is a completely different sport, but the expectations there, so do you feel like there's almost, maybe, obviously lots of celebration, and I was buzzing see the look. it was great to see Denver go mad uh, I felt like it almost went more crazy than the Super Bowl just from what I can see, and maybe that's like the development of social media, but maybe it wasn't, but do you feel like there's more pressure, Stuart because like I can now just say, look, the team's under the boil here, lads, get us sorted
1: I, I imagine um, the, the you know, you were saying, Mick, about the it went crazier than the Super Bowl. I think that's probably part of just a couple of factors to that. One, I think is basketball is incredibly popular in the states. And um, two, it's also it was the first time the Nuggets have won a championship. Um, and I think three, it's the fact that Denver have been apart from the hockey team. I think have been starved of success in recent years. Like the Rockies are a trainer. Jesus, if you think the Broncos are bad, the Rockies are like seem to be actively gone out of their way to lose. At least the Broncos try every season to do something and uh, not successfully, but at least they, you feel like they're doing their best. Um, I so I think it's that I think the fact that the city has been starved. And like, I mean, the Broncos won three Super Bowls um, in the course of their history, um, you know, which is not a huge amount. It's decent. It's middle of the pack. You know, it's not the Steelers. It's not the Patriots, unfortunately. Um, you know, but they've been a successful franchise. They've been there, thereabouts, like, you know, as, as we myself a column who are sort of uh, older vintage fans have said, like it was a it was a shock for the Broncos not to make the playoffs when we started watching them. Now, unfortunately, the Super Bowls didn't go the way we wanted, but like it, it genuinely it was it was you know, I remember the year between the Super Bowl against uh, Washington and then against the Niners, the fact that the Broncos didn't make even the playoffs the year the Bengals went instead was, was a massive shock. It's like what well, this you know, what's happening here, guys? Um so to see the standards that have slipped um, so alarmingly, um in the years since Peyton Manning retired, and you know, since the Super Bowl, um, I think anything that puts a bit more pressure on is potentially useful, um, because I think I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it, hap- it doesn't ha- like people don't make a decision to become complacent, Michael. Um, factors contribute, various factors, and I think you know, I think it's 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 peculiar that all three of us are Manchester United supporters. But we've kind of seen this before with, with the team that's been successful that through a variety of, of um, different sort of factors that the, the team that has been, you know, consistently involved in title uh, charges and cup wins and stuff like that. And then it just completely falls off a cliff. And I think the same is happening with the Broncos at the moment. Now, the, the, <laughs> ironically, this is where the Manchester United and the Denver Broncos part company because Manchester United are still... Uh, way down with quite clearly the worst owners in sports. Um, whereas at least the Broncos now have got a clean slate and they've got people who certainly look like they are dedicated to winning. Um, and I think that will help. Also, I think the fact that Sean Payton's first year, is a known quantity. Um, and I think the other thing that's important, I think we may have touched on this before, but the other thing that's important is that Sean Payton is not tied to Russell Wilson. He isn't. He didn't pull the trigger. He didn't tell the uh the gm to go out and make that trade that happened before he got there so um i think obviously if sean payton was able to to get a get a tune out of russell wilson he'd be delighted because he is a quarterback that has a track record of success but if he doesn't i think uh, uh, you know he will have no issue with with saying that's it the russell wilson era is finished um you know and let's let's do what we need to do if that involves you know trading up to get one of the 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 quarterbacks high in the draft that you know whatever it entails so i think in some ways the next season michael i know um i i don't think any of us really deep down expect the broncos to do an awful lot let's be honest I, i don't think russell wilson um he would have to book a historic trend when it comes to sort of a slide for a quarterback, the evidence is not there that that's something that is possible for him or, or, or probable it is possible because anything is possible in sports. Um, but I, in some ways, I think this is an interesting, and, and I think for me, it could almost be the end of, hopefully the end of an era of incompetence for the Broncos because maybe they will surprise us and they might sneak into the playoffs via a wild card. Or I think if this is the end, then um, we will get a, a, a genuine clean slate um, and then the team will be Sean Payton's moving forward. Uh, and I think that is something to be to be sort of, um, you know, encouraged by. So I, I actually do have hope, but not necessarily for hope for a playoff team. But I do think that the corner should hopefully be turned fairly soon.
0: All of the, I'm presuming you're sort of on the same page there, Stuart. Uh,
2: yeah, though I... I still think we're in a very difficult position given as long as Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are with the Chiefs, they start to favourites every year for me, simple as that. Uh, we'll have to see how Kellen Moore does with the the Chargers, but um, you, you would hope um, that, you know, things should improve. I, I will, I think I've mentioned him before on the podcast, but it's been a while. There is an Irish poet named Gerard Manley Hopkins uh, who famously has a, a poem, No Worst There Is None, essentially saying, never think that this is rock bottom because things can always get worse. And, uh, that that you know, that's been, there's been a number of occasions, right, where we thought, you know, it can't get worse than this, and yet it has on, on each and every occasion. I mean, you, you thought it couldn't get worse than Vance as head coach, and, and yet stunningly. It it did, uh, much much worse. Um, but you know, I,
1: I, sorry, I, did, did Hopkins have a time machine column? Because <laughs> surely that. <laughs> That poem could only have been inspired by the camp battle between Mark Sanchez, Trevor Simeon, and Paxton Lynch. I mean, really, which
2: which, we, which we ran ran back a second year, Stuart, <laughs> lest we forget. Not only did the Broncos have that battle, they right. ran it back a second year. So you know that's that's where things have been. You you you've got to you know hope. Uh, I suppose that that things surely can can only get better.
0: I if I keep talking do I just we just keep talking and I don't actually have to leave this podcast there's the monologue I'll talk a bit and then I'll say my monologue and feel free to jump in you don't have to if you don't want to I agree with both of you um, I agree with what you are saying Stuart I think the, the minimum expectation for me this year is I, I want this team to be going in the week 18 with a chance of making the playoffs and if you don't make the playoffs because they're one game out of the wild card I can accept that but what I can't accept is mediocrity again. Uh, I think I don't think fans deserve that. And frankly, I think you know when when push comes to shove that eventually something has to give. Um, and and I, I and I understand that there is a new head coach in there. There's a new head chief in there as well. The team's just recently been bought. They've got various players that should be able to win some amount of games this season. I know the or the, the conference is stacked, but. You know you're looking at different divisions as well, like when you're looking at the AFC North, when you're looking at the AFC South, there's teams that are sort of similarly in, in the Broncos position in terms of what their performance could be, and you can see them challenging for that wild card spot. So I I would like to see us going into the game and week 18 with with an opportunity, and that's and that's very much the way that I see it. Uh, for me. I mean, like I um I will continue to obviously support the team. So, you know, I I, I want the team to do well. And I think I, I probably have been way too harsh on this team over the last couple of years. And probably a lot more recently, just because it's like, you see Kansas, I mean, Jesus, I mean, we're both, like me, me and Colin are both there. Whenever you see Mahomes with the Lombardi, like it's, it's not easy to see. I would hope that it won't happen this year, probably. But next year, maybe where, when Justin Herbert gets his money, Maybe the Chargers, not luck, starts to dry up. but they start to maybe lose a few more games because of the inability to sign bigger players. But I'm sure it'll find a way to get people on different contracts. But for me, it's been um, it's been a bit of a mad sort of journey. And like the, the reason that I. Like I mean, I I I am obviously leaving, but for me, it's been very much a situation where I've just I've got an awful lot going on, and none of that's in a negative way. And it's like, don't play the violin. It's just there's a few things going on. There's things going on that I haven't even um, put online yet, and I, I just I just know that I'll not be able to do this during the season, um, because it's already not, not even difficult now, but it's it's already a small part hard to come on and get stuff done because I'm doing different things. So I, I feel that the podcast is of. Well, I I think this podcast, you know, even if you just, just yourselves, lads is the, one of the best NFL team related or fan podcasts that you can get out there you know, just on the market, because I don't believe outside of, the, of North America that there are many podcasts focused on the team and in, in this quality. So I, I believe, and I, I look forward to listening each week really, and just to sort of see how it goes on. I feel that, you know, the, the team will get better and, um, and that, you know, absolutely. I, th- I think he you said it, you, Stuart ever said it at the start, or he, or he ever said it um off camera. Like you know, I I'll, I'll definitely pop on that's hundred percent. I just you know I've got stuff going on, and I, I I I appreciate that people understand that. Never mind the fact that you know I've obviously told you boys, and and, and you definitely understand this. So I, I definitely appreciate it. I've had people messaging in the last few days, so that's why I wanted to just explain it in this podcast. I am happy with you know people were DMing saying how much they enjoy the podcast and. Um, obviously, I will continue to listen on, but I think I think just for the both of you, like you know, Colin, I I uh, have loved me you know, in the last six, seven, eight years been fantastic just doing this broadcast podcast. Never mind everything else, and um, and it's it's been a hell of a journey, and I've I've no doubt that um, you know we will find a way somehow to work together again. I don't know when or how or where, but that will happen um, because we're both still very young bucks. At, at least at, at least you are, Colm You've got more hair than me. Stuart um you know it's, it's been awesome man you know it's it's been great crack I think as well but it's more so whenever you pop on like a zoom call or you're sitting down having a cup of tea or a pint or you're just chatting about this when you know it's like when it's like so easy to chat and you're just having a bit of crack that's half the battle so I that that's how I find it with both you lads and I I will certainly miss this and, and just doing this but certainly um I don't want to just wish you both the very very best. I want to thank you for for because I don't think I'd be in this position today without us doing these podcasts, without everyone pushing each other and, and helping out each other, and just just having that support, you know. So um, I just want to stress that I will still be supporting this team, and that no matter what happens over the next you know few years, um, hopefully we can get to Denver. Ho- hopefully we can all get to Denver at some point and, and actually get to a bloody game, playoff game maybe. But um, lads, it's been a blast, and I. Wouldn't change anything really because it's, it's just been that great crack, apart from the fact that we've been absolutely shite And that is the only thing. And we haven't made the playoffs. But I am going to call it now. I think with my departure comes a new dawn for this team. And the Broncos sneak into the wild card in the last game of the season. They win their wild card game. And then they go to the divisional and they get completely blown out. A bit like what happened 10, 11, 12 years ago. I'll take that right now and I will run for the hills but lads eh, before I try and get you know somewhat emotional or start you know crying or whatever I, I'm not going to. I'm just saying it's been great obviously I appreciate everyone that's come on. It's been fantastic. This podcast will raise itself to the next levels. So I have no doubt about it and I will certainly be listening and I want to thank everyone that's listened message for me and um it's been great crack boys. It's been great crack.
2: Yeah, no, it has. I think we can certainly say that there has been huge amounts of fun and enjoyment um, and a a great way of uh, relieving some of the frustrations that we all felt uh, with the the team over the past uh, six years. But uh, yeah, obviously, look, I want to to wish you all the best uh, for your uh, future uh, endeavours. And uh, we know you'll always be a Broncos fan.
1: appreciate, yeah, it, man. And appreciate it. just to uh, just to 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 continue that on, Michael, it's always been you know, it's been it's been a highlight of the week to talk to the lads. One of the things you know, it's a podcast, and we do take this seriously, but I don't think it ever comes across as us taking it too seriously, even though we do manage. And I think you know, without banging our own drum too loudly, I think we do know our stuff when it comes to the Broncos, but it always hopefully, I think, even subconsciously what we kind of aim for was three mates having a bit of crack talking a little bit of football and just somebody happened to press record while it was happening you know so I think there's always been a really good dynamic between the three of us I think you know we've complemented each other well and, I, and I've always admired your kind of spirit and ability to kind of you know just I think you're a very good host Michael you you kind of have that and um, you know and, and I think that's very important to remember that you know there's certainly going to be some openings in RTE um in the next few weeks, looking for various sort of talk show hosts and you know, radio programs and things like that are going to be in short supply. So there's definitely an option for you there, I would have thought. and um, but no, I think look, you know, we, we will miss you, we will soldier on, of course. Um, but you know, you were absolutely a very valued member of the team and you brought a huge amount to the party. So um, you know, wish you all the best. I'm sure what you do next in, in, in regards to football will be very successful and we'll be watching you as much as you'll be listening to us and hopefully our paths will cross in the future. Um, And um, yeah, just uh, really looking forward to seeing what happens next. And, you know, it's been it's been a really good fun ride, uh, bizarrely given how. Absolutely appalling, the team has been in that time. Um, but hey, we'll always have Super Bowl 50. Little did we know when you reached out to us and said, hey, lads, you want to do a podcast? We thought we were going to have that defense. It was still in situ. We trusted John Elway. Happy birthday, John, by the way. We trusted John Elway to, to get that quarterback position filled. He was going up to Wyoming every other week to look at a clone of himself hurling thunderbolts. In Josh Allen, it was only a matter of time and then put your look hey, we've 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 had some fun and we will continue to have fun and we will definitely get you back if your somewhat um, optimistic prediction of the Broncos making the playoffs next year comes to pass.
0: I, I feel like there needs to be like a Mick pass where it's like um it can be used twice a year where I I, I text you boys at like eleven o'clock on Sunday, like lads I have to come on here at some point. But uh, certainly, I, I I look forward to the memes, to the gifts, and, and 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 to the emojis. And and for for anyone listening, um, if you want to sabotage me now and come on this podcast, I have no idea. You'll have to talk to these two lads. But if you're John Elway and you love Diet Coke and you want to start hosting this or co-hosting this, uh, Twitter at Colin from Court, uh, Stuart is at Purple Heart TC. It's been a pleasure, lads. I will chat to you soon, no doubt. Uh, go Broncos. Chat to you soon, boys.
2: Go Broncos.
1: Go Mick.
0: I'll take that. Good luck, folks.